Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Holiday Prep 2021, the Cyber 5 and Beyond webinar. I am thrilled to be here with you. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for setting aside the time to join this webinar and to get yourself ready for the holiday season. This is going to be a unique year, right? We had 2020, which was definitely unique because of the pandemic, e-commerce took off, but we had inventory issues and other issues going on. This year uh, will also be unique. It does seem that e-commerce is slowing down. Obviously, we can't keep up that breakneck growth pace that we had last year. So we're going to get into more of the details here about what we expect, but more importantly, how do you prepare? What are the tips, tactics, strategies that you need to know to get the maximum benefit from the holiday shopping season to grow your business, to acquire new customers, and really to make the most of this time. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by OMG Commerce Resources. That's right. Here at OMG Commerce, we want to help make sure you're educated and in the know to capitalize on the latest tips, tricks, and strategies to help you grow your e-commerce business. So if you go to omgcommerce.com and under resources, click on guides, we have some cutting edge free information for you on things like how to dominate with Amazon DSP ads or how to use Amazon sponsor brand video ads and how to craft the perfect ad. We have several guides on how to capitalize on YouTube ads from creating the perfect ad to knowing when you're ready to scale. Plus there's a newly updated Google shopping guide plus more. Check it all out at omgcommerce.com and click on guides under resources. And now back to the show. I'm just delighted to be uh, hosting this webinar with some absolute rock stars. And so uh, if we've not had the chance to meet yet, I am Brett Curry. I'm the CEO and co-founder of OMG Commerce. And I'm mainly going to get to serve as host for this webinar because my co-hosts are the real stars, uh, real stars of the show. They're going to be breaking down for you uh, what to expect, how to get ready for holiday 2021. And so I want to introduce first Mr. Chris Tyler. Chris is the Amazon director for OMG Commerce. He's been with us for five years. And anybody that's worked with Chris knows that he is a bit of a mad scientist when it comes to Amazon advertising. He thinks like an entrepreneur. He's obsessed with spreadsheets and math and optimization. He's always thinking about how do we improve and what's the next thing and how do we take this to the next level? And is this the best that it can be? And so, uh, Chris, why don't you give a, a brief intro of yourself and, and why you're excited to be here talking about holiday 2021? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Um, as you said, director of Amazon for OMG Commerce. Been in space five years, and uh, I am stoked for Q4 this year. Um, like you said, it's definitely uh, a, a weird year. Um, really, 2020, I think we thought it was going to be that that challenging year and, and have some issues, and, and there, of course, were issues, but overall, it was a pretty good year for everyone on Amazon. Really, e-commerce, yeah, everything was up and to the right, pretty much. Uh, yeah, year. yeah, you, you really couldn't lose. Um, and, and this year's been a bit different. You know, Q1 was pretty strong. Uh, Q2 saw so a slowdown, which we'll talk on a little bit. Um, but what gets me excited for Q4 is uh, on our end, you know, having that slowdown in Q2 and seeing that across the board, just for everyone on Amazon has kind of redoubled our efforts for what are some other tactics, strategies, growth opportunities that we can be 
uh, helping our clients with, whether it's Google, Amazon, external traffic, DSP. Um, and on top of that, Amazon's been leaning into giving updates uh, both for PPC and, and for non-PPC, which is very helpful. It's, it's nicer when you don't have to pay when every update uh, comes out. And so we'll talk a few of those pieces uh, on this webinar, but in general, I do think it's going to be a, a really good Q4. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Excited to, to hear more from you momentarily. And then the other star of the show, and arguably the star of this show, is Amber Norell. Amber is a senior Amazon strategist here at OMG Commerce. And quick story, Amber used to work for one of our clients. We are not in the habit of stealing employees from clients. We don't do that, but this actually just worked out. And uh, I remember Chris Tan and I multiple times saying, wow, Amber Norell. She is a rock star. She is so smart. What, what if one day she could work at OMG? Yeah. And uh, she's grown a lot of brands on the Amazon platform. She knows it better than anyone else, anyone else I know. And so, Amber, uh, excited to have you here on the webinar. Uh, you want to give everyone just a little bit of a, a background about yourself and why you're excited about Holiday 2021? Yeah. Um, so I've been on the Amazon space for a little over seven years, just launching and scaling brands like you mentioned. Um, I'm super excited because as Chris mentioned, there's a ton of betas, a ton of new tools that have come out in recent months. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunity this year to kind of test those and see how they perform and really elevate your strategy this year. Yeah, I love it. And, and I think I think you guys both kind of nailed it where, hey, last year, you almost could do no wrong if you were in e-commerce, right? You're on Amazon, you're probably going to grow if it's 2020. In 2021, you have all kinds of tools and all kinds of opportunity, but you're going to have to execute. I think you're going to have to do a really good job to make this a great year. And so that's what we're here to help you do. So, uh, you know, what, what's cool about this is we did have Prime Day. So Prime Day is a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a precursor for the holiday season. And, of course, a lot can change between June, which is when Prime Day was this year, and Q4. But I think if we watch some of the trends, we can say, okay, this could be what we could expect for the holiday shopping season as well. If we look at how Prime Day has grown over the last few years, you know, from 2018 to 2019, it grew 70% year over year, right? That was just an unbelievable growth percentage. But 2020, even though 2020 was a huge year, pandemic year, everyone's shopping online, it only grew 45% year over year. But then this year, 7%, 7% growth. Now, a lot of this, though, is the law of large numbers, right? When you've got 150 million or whatever it is, prime households in the U.S. already, there's not a lot of new people to get into Amazon Prime. And so uh, when you look at real dollars, you see, though, that Amazon Prime is just a massive, massive event. You know, uh, now $11.19 billion in sales over the, over the, the, the Prime Day uh, uh, shopping holiday. And so uh, it, it's clear, and I think there's some other indications that Chris is going to break down here in just a second. It's clear that growth is slowing, and we can likely expect that for Q4 as well. So, so, Chris, why don't you kind of continue walking us through what we saw during Prime Day? Because I think, again, this is a really important kind of bellwether for what we could see here as we move into holiday in a few months. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to second that, not only a bellwether for upcoming like Q4, it seems to us as an agency as we dig into the numbers, and it's not every account, right? But there's a lot of accounts where there was kind of this pivot point uh, leading up to Prime Day and then after Prime Day where we saw... Uh, muted traffic and challenge CPCs, which we'll talk through. And so 
it's it's not only okay, what did this look like and what will that look like for Q4, but then what in prime did we see that we're thinking and we're seeing uh, has impacted the period between now and then, and then obviously what what can we do to you know give the best opportunity we can uh, as advertisers on Amazon. Um, the two things we looked at initially and saw were just in general more competition um, mixed with less traffic. So what we did see is when we looked at impressions uh, for the last few prime days, so 2019, 2020, and then obviously 2021, um, we saw that impressions had normally kind of moved up into prime day and post prime day seemed a lift that this year we did not see. Um, and so we believe that really prime day being in Q4 last year was a factor, but in general traffic was muted. Um, that did mix with higher CPCs, which really saw increased ad spend as a ratio to total sales. And you saw in the last slide, you know, total sales grew only a small percent. They might've been a high number, but we saw spend and CPC grow at a clip that kind of exponentially outpaced that, which is not a great sign uh, in general with PPC. Um, and then we also kind of threw in that the softer summer, right? You know, COVID uh, sales that lift does feel diminished for most everyone in e-commerce, not just Amazon. Um, usually summer is a slower period. Last year, we didn't see that for most accounts. Those were the best um, months. Um, and so with the economy opening up, you know, less restrictions, uh, I think that impacted Prime Day and really Q2 overall. Yeah, and so there's maybe just a little less excitement from consumers this Prime Day, like less of a, a frenzy from shoppers. But the the ad business and, and competitiveness around ads was pretty frothy, right? That the ad cost went up even more than we expected. A lot of competition, not as much excitement from shoppers. And then, yeah, the summer has been a little bit soft. Like most of our clients are still doing really well, but we're still, it's, it's feeling soft compared to what we're used to you know, over the last 18 months or so. Yep. Uh, and speaking to that, uh, we took the week after Prime Day um, and, and kind of just looked at, okay, in previous periods, like I mentioned on the last slide, we normally saw a boost in, in traffic and, and even in sales of like 10%. Um, in this period, everything that went up was not what you wanted to go up. So like a cost tacos, which is just total A-cost, Ads been divided by total, uh, total sales. Um, click through rate went down. CPCs went up, but sales didn't go up at the ratio uh, we wanted. And, and I would say it's not doom and gloom, like you said. Our, our, our clients and, and sellers on Amazon, when you kind of pull back a little bit, are doing very well. It's just when you have that period from like March, April last year till like April, May this year, it's just like you said, it's been good for everyone. And now we're seeing uh, some friction come in with less traffic still ads from being pushed. And I think it's starting to uh, put some strain in a few areas. And we saw that highlighted the week after Prime Day. Yeah, and when, when you see growth rates, growth in sales, trail a little bit, growth in ad costs, uh, that's not really the trend you want to see. And and so uh, still, still good several days. Prime Day was still a success, but uh, we did see ACOS and, and tacos grow for sure. Yep. And, and so then going from that and just going a little bit bigger, right, year over year, um, we saw a bigger increase in total sales post Prime Day. We already talked on that. Looking at last year's data, uh, it's clear CPCs are up as a whole. 
meaning, you know, every year things are going to get more competitive on Amazon. It's we see it on Facebook, Google, wherever that else you kind of advertise. Um, and, and we saw that number 25% or higher. And, and we'll walk through it a little bit later on how even Q1 to Q2 saw increases. Um, DSP, which is demand side platform, uh, ECPMs, which is cost per thousand impressions. They do it in a different perspective. It's bidding on, on views or impressions. Um, those were up 30%, very similar rates. Uh, and then just kind of a call out and, and kudos to the DSP team at OMG. Uh, we were able to keep ROAS the same based on our strategies pivoting to be uh, more granular in focus and, and making sure that what we we're targeting and what strategies we're running um, gave the best return for our clients. So at least our ROAS stayed the same, but we did see costs go up uh, across the board. Yeah, and I love this. I want to emphasize this really quickly. So, so cost per impression went up 30% this year, but because of some of the things we're going to show you in a minute, we were able to keep ROAS right where it needed to be. Uh, so it takes some creativity, takes some flexibility, takes some, some focused management, uh, but it is possible. So we're expecting to see costs continue to go up, but there is still a way to get that ROAS what you need it to be. Um, and then breaking it down, which uh, like I just love to see it at a granular level. We broke to the, the big three impression spend at CPC. Um, we saw impressions grow only 32% from 2021 to 2020 for Prime Day. But the previous period, 2020 to 2019, it grew 74%. So it grew at about half the clip. We'll say, hey, Q4 was part of that, but not that whole growth difference, right? So we, we see impressions are growing less. So keep that in mind. Uh, when we look at ad spend, we see ad spend grew 57% uh, this year versus 2020, and then the previous comparison, 43%. So ad spend is growing a little under 50%, maybe 40%. Impressions are decreasing 50%. So that's where this highlights less traffic, higher spend. What does that do? It increases CPC. Even if uh, demand or competitors bidding aren't higher, uh, the supply is lower, which makes the demand just kind of artificially increased. I mean, it truly is increased, but it's not because more people are pushing. It's because there's less to push for. And so with that, we saw CPCs like we talked on uh, increase. And for Prime Day specifically, it was 28.6%. What's crazy to me, the previous period, and again, Q4 kind of plays a part, but we normally see a lift in CPCs Q4. Uh, CPC actually decreased 13% 2020 to 2019. So you've got less impression growth, um, higher spend growth, and then CPCs uh, growing when the previous period had decreased, that kind of aligns with what we're saying, that there's just challenges um, when comparing to really last year. You look at 2019, it doesn't look uh, as bad, but there, there's definitely some friction. Yeah, comparing really anything to 2020, right? Anything to that COVID year, it's going to be weird. It's, it's never going to be an apples to apples comparison. And, and so, yeah, just, just unique times, but, you know, there's still success to be had for sure. Yeah, and, and I, I swear that, like, we've got the slides that talk about how you can crush it for uh, <laughs> the holidays. It's all not all, like I said, gloom and doom, but I think it's important to know where, where the trends are at on Amazon, right? Getting a pulse um, going into this, this busy season. Uh, so then, yeah, this, this resulted in traffic being muted. Um, we talked about impressions just being decreased, it's not a every client basis, right? Like somebody may be looking at this and be like, 
I'm up. Everything's great. That is the case for for several accounts. I would say more of like 30 to 45% of our uh, clients saw decreases impressions over 20%. And then the ratio drops and and we probably saw 20, 30% actually increase. Um, And so that's where, as we go to these next slides, we'll be talking about reviewing uh, deeper level and not just saying, hey, things are down or things are up, but what does that actually mean? Um, and then sticking with that, the trend of like, we looked at impressions, CPCs, we're seeing that same thing, but even Q2 to Q1. Um, so like, if I look at, uh, what would that be, you know, May through, you know, up to date in August, uh, we're seeing CPCs in some cases, 28 to 50% higher. So like, especially if you look at January, February, um, it's not just year over year, it's beginning of the year that we're seeing this increase. Uh, and I think it's important for anyone watching this to be aware of, like you may not be seeing that uh, happen to you right now, but knowing it gives you something to look at as uh, the year goes on. Or if you are seeing it, I think it's important then to uh, be able to dig in and see why. And, and we'll talk through some of those pieces there. Um, and, and the main reason mentioned in this uh, slide was lost impressions. That's what we saw for most accounts. That's what the biggest CPC increase Um so you're probably thinking, well, what do I do with that data, right? Like, cool, things, things are down. <laughs> CPCs are up. Um, I, I think it's important to get a baseline for your account, right? So for us, we look at the, the fact that, as Brett said, the year-over-year challenge is legit. How do you compare anything to 2020 and get an accurate depiction of what's going on? Um, so you try to find that balance, right? And, and set realistic expectations for the rest of the year and holiday of 2021. Um, the key four things we look at, uh, and, and everyone's going to be unique, is of course we still look at year over year, right? We don't want to be like 2020 was so good, just throw it out the window. Nothing can compare. So we look at that first, just to see how we're pacing with that. Then we'll look at 2021 versus 2019. You know, it has that trend. If we were to kind of extrapolate two years of growth, match the previous two years, because uh, 2020 maybe went up and then down a little. But if you compare the two years. Uh, and you go back to maybe 2015 randomly, your trajectory may slope the way it should have. Just 2020 is that blip. Um, and then we look at brand product uh, category trends. So I know there's a lot. We look at, at your brand and then within that, the product and category trends. So we have some accounts where we look at brand analytics and the top terms for their products and category have just dropped. The, the volumes just decreased. Maybe it was something COVID-based. Maybe because retail stores are open, Amazon's lower. That's important to know because you're fighting then to get volume on less traffic. And so you may be thinking, I should be having the same sales, but traffic's 50%, right? Um, That might not be the case. So knowing where you're at, I think is important there. And then overall Amazon trends, which is really why we're starting with these slides and understanding what's going on. Um, And uh, one of the things then we did talk on is the summer slump, just being aware of that. and, And that's where... Um, looking 2019 and, and seeing how your trajectory has been over a longer three to five year period, uh, I think is important. Um, one of the, the bright notes is Amazon is updating and they're updating often, right? And, and this is just a few like sponsored video product targeting, brand referral where you get 10% of the sales for off Amazon traffic, sponsor display, higher funnel, creative assets, etc. Um, not all of these updates are created equal. However, all of these should be 
on the uh, radar for sellers on Amazon. You you may look at it and say that's not for me now, but you should be up to speed on what's going on. Um, and we'll talk through some of those uh, in, in following slides. And then the other piece that we just want to drill down and, and, and just make sure everyone is staying focused on is a foundational piece of PPC is super important. Um, it's getting more important as Amazon offers new uh, opportunities, but the foundational pieces like your product page, your, your content, your pricing, your reviews, uh, storefront, all of that should still be uh, the first priority. And I think should be renewed in terms of the focus as we go into uh, Q4. And I also would say the last thing on my end before I pass it to Amber to talk about all the good opportunities is inventory. It's been a pain for a lot of our clients. Uh, Amazon put the inventory constraints on a lot of our sellers and that's, it's gotten better, but I still have a lot of clients we work with that can't ship in a certain amount that they would want to. And um, being aware of that going to Q4 is important. And we're also seeing inventory challenges from the perspective of uh, products that our advertisers are, are getting. They're, they're having constraints and we're knock on wood, hoping not going to see that uh, in Q4 like we did um, in some of last year. But these are things to be aware of that uh, everyone's seen to a certain extent. Awesome. Uh, really appreciate it, Chris. Really good stuff. And so then, Amber, let's transition to you. And Amber's going to walk through some of uh, kind of the basics, uh, some of the basic tips and strategies. She's going to talk about how to get an edge and then going to talk about how to go full funnel. So we're going to turn it over to you, Amber, and let you take it away. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to go over is a couple of key dates, uh, just because Amazon is really stringent when they start putting restrictions on deadlines. Um, so some things you need to be aware of in coming months, August 3rd, you're going to be able to start submitting uh, promotions through Seller Central and Vendor Central. Um, so you should start seeing that uh, you have the ability to uh, check off Cyber 5 in there. Um, September 17th is going to be your deadline to submit seven-day deals, best deals, and lightning deals in the U.S., um, and then October 8th for all other countries on those. And then um, October 21st through October through November 17th is going to um, have some different restrictions on inbound shipping cutoffs for vendors. Um, in the U.S., that date's going to be October 21st, uh, November 5th for most of the other countries. So as Chris mentioned, uh, inventory is always a huge deal during Q4. So you want to make sure, especially if you are running a deal, um, that you are hitting those in inventory deadlines. For Seller Central, that date range is pretty similar. It's October 24th through November 17th, uh, with the key difference being that Canada and Mexico are um, expected to ship in by October 24th, and then the U.S. Uh, November 3rd. Um, and then obviously the key dates that we'll be looking at in terms of promotions are going to be Thanksgiving Day on November 25th, uh, Black Friday on the 26th, with promotions ending on November 28th and then um, Cyber Monday on the 29th. So digging in a little bit further, um, when we're looking at the basics, like I said, as Chris mentioned, inventory is huge. I mean, at any peak time, you're gonna see restrictions, but it could be um, more notable like it was last year. So you wanna make sure you have a plan of action. You're following those deadlines. Um, make sure that you're planning in advance. Uh, make sure that you have 
your pipeline sorted out um, so you're not running into ingredient shortages uh, or anything like that. Be monitoring your IPI score as well as your account health. Uh, so if you're having performance notifications or uh, voice of the customer concerns coming in, make sure that you tackle those as they come in over the coming months because you really don't want anything getting in the way of being able to ship an inventory or uh, post up offers. Um, and then make sure that you, if you have something that's slow moving, that you're submitting the coupons and deals for those products. Um, if you're wanting to see a little bit of a lift and then um, long-term storage fees will be coming up for anything that's not selling through. So make sure that you're, you know, planning and placing removal orders for anything that is going to be uh, facing those long-term storage fees. Um, one of the key things I would say comes up every year is the delivery badge. So you'll notice that once Amazon puts the uh, little notification on detail pages that a product will arrive after Christmas, you'll see a huge downturn in conversion rate. Um, PPC costs will go up, which is why you should be monitoring your products for that time. So just keep, keep a, a close eye on when your products uh, start having that badge pop up on page. There can be different things that um, prevent it. So, I mean, it could pop up earlier rather than later if there's delays in your inventory. Um, so as that Christmas date gets closer and closer, the two days out shipping, um, you just want to make sure you're pulling back on PPC where it makes sense um, and not making as big of a push because you'll definitely see a, a downtick in performance there. And then for your content updates, um, definitely recommend that you're not messing around with your listings uh, aggressively during Q4. If you're going to test anything or um, check on anything or, you know, try ranking for anything, do it, you know, at the beginning of November, if not October, September, um, you'll notice that you're getting uh, suppressed from search and um, you can, you know, drop off in ranking on a lot of your key keywords that you're wanting to show up for. So it's not something you want to just you know, do a complete listing refresh the day before Black Friday. Um, that would not be ideal. So make sure you're testing during these months. And then for A-plus content, uh, there's a full seven-day waiting period for approval. So if you're wanting to make any changes there, any sort of seasonal content, make sure you're pushing those out well in advance. Um, if you make any changes or need to make any changes, let the initial content go through first because that just keeps extending the waiting time. So outside of just the basics that everybody should be following, we have some tips on how you can get an edge. Um, typically, you want to always take a look at lightning deals and coupons. I'm a huge fan of Prime exclusive discounts. Um, again, like Chris mentioned, it really is just, it has to be catered to your brand and your product. So if you have a product that maybe just, you know, does a, a flat amount year round, Running a deal and, and paying expensive deal fees, it's most likely not going to do a lot for you. Um, if you have a product that's more of an indulgence or a gift product, that's where you can really shine. So I, I would say that's where it's worth testing some of your top sellers um, under lightning deals and those prime exclusive discounts. Uh, we had one brand that did extremely well during Prime Day just with setting up prime exclusive discounts, more of a luxury kind of indulgence product. And they did over 3X sales um, just from setting those up. So it, 
I mean, if you're strategic about it and you, you know, apply what works for your brand, it can be really effective. And then also just uh, monitor your on and off Amazon pricing 30 days leading up to Cyber 5. If you don't and you have the same UPC both on and off Amazon, you can end up getting your deals canceled right at the last minute, uh, coupons being suppressed, which isn't fun to deal with, or log cases on. So uh, definitely something you want to be looking at. And then uh, for your sponsored brand content, you actually do have the ability to um, mention things like Cyber 5, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You just have to schedule the um, add to end uh, within that time period. Um, so you can target, you know, seasonal keywords that people probably aren't thinking of. They're maybe just coming through for other sellers on auto ads, um, but you can really get, you know, hyper-specific on Christmas presents for women or men or uh, whatever's, you know, fitting for your product. And then you could also test holiday-themed imagery. Um, so in the custom image beta, uh, you could try, you know, composites of your product with, kind of more of a Christmassy vibe to it so that you're getting customers in that buyer mindset. And that can be really effective to kind of leverage those sponsored brand ads. And then for your storefront, um, I would recommend that you take the same approach. Uh, if something's going to make a great gift, you know, just like I said, put the, the customer in the buyer mindset, uh, show the product being given as a gift uh, used by families. That's always great to have lifestyle imagery that's seasonal and fitting. Um, and then also for anything that you do plan to run deals or coupons on, uh, you can set up a temporary deals page on your storefront and drive traffic there or um, drive external traffic. And that'll just show the ASINs that are gonna have a, a deal on the specific days during Cyber 5. Uh, same sort of approach for A-plus content and your product display. Um, you wanna make sure that you do set a, you know, Reminder for yourself, if you're going to put something that's seasonal, mentioning Christmas or gifts or Santa or anything like that, make sure that you set like a calendar reminder just to refresh at the beginning of the year um, so that your content is staying timely. But it can be really effective for ranking on those seasonal keywords that kind of pick up during that time period. Um, also, again, just as they're going through the product display page, seeing the A-plus content, seeing those things given as a gift can be super effective. Uh, for Amazon Post, they have actually made a lot of improvements as to where those are showing. Um, it seems like there's additional placements and category pages where um, they're getting a little more traffic at this time than they were a few months ago. Uh, they're also showing up on the storefront automatically now if you have any posts scheduled. Um, so it's great if you have like holiday themed user generated content, go ahead and schedule some posts for that. If you're running a deal, you know, you can drive additional free traffic to the deal uh, by scheduling it to line up with your deal time. Um, so just another little way that you can leverage free traffic on Amazon. And it's like really getting a little more traction than it was in the past. And then um, for your sponsored display, I would recommend taking a kind of lower funnel approach um, where you're setting up view-based remarketing ads. If you have DSP running, it's not 100% necessary to set this up on the same products, but if you have products that aren't eligible and aren't currently getting enough views, um, you may see like heightened traffic on those ASINs during Q4. Um, and you may not be eligible at the time. So by setting this up, it's kind of making sure that you have that retargeting 
um, in place and you have the coverage on products that may be lower traffic, but you're still getting those um, high return placements. And then in terms of the lead up to Cyber 5, um, we're recommending a full funnel advertising approach. So for heightened brand awareness, um, you want to make sure that you are testing additional um, top of funnel DSP targeting segments. Um, throughout the year, we generally are not doing competitor targeting, similar product targeting uh, in market. That's going to be your absolute lowest return. But during you know Q4, during peaks, that can be considerably higher and kind of serve our retargeting ads in DSP. Um, so that's definitely an area that you should plan for, start testing early. I would recommend September, October, if you're going to kind of branch out in those other segments, um, think about getting those set up in DSP earlier rather than later. And then anything that you are creating for holiday content, whether it's uh, imagery for your A-plus content, your storefront, uh, your posts, or if you're creating video content, um, that's something that you can look into testing in other areas. So you can put that on your product display page in the gallery. Um, you can look into creating like custom holiday creatives for DSP and see you know, where the, the guidelines are there. Um, but anything that you're you know, putting the effort into to kind of put into your product display page, see where you can repurpose that into your ads because it's definitely a win to be able to reuse that stuff. And then anything um, that is a seasonal ad that you're scheduling that um, is going to be like very specific to a timeline, you want to make sure that you're submitting it ahead of time. Amazon can be a little bit finicky about flagging like Christmas or Cyber 5 and like looking at the date. So again, if you're going to test those sponsored brand campaigns, um, make sure that you give it like at least a week in advance where you're submitting it and making sure those get approved because you may have to, you know, make revisions and go in and um, update them a couple of times until they go through. Specifically for those holiday themed uh, sponsored brand ads, you want to make sure that they're ending within 24 hours, as I mentioned earlier. Otherwise, they definitely will not get approved. And then we would recommend increasing bids two to four X higher on current bids only on proven keywords. So some people will recommend you just run a bulk upload and you're two to five Xing um, your current bids on everything across the board. That's not something we would ever recommend. Um, even Amazon, you know, they put out recommendations and it's really just a driving force to, to drive additional spend and impressions. Um, we would recommend just being really strategic and surgical about it, going in and looking historical over, you know, 60 days, um, seeing if there's anything that's had, you know, multiple sales. And that's where you really want to look at getting a little bit more competitive with your bids. <clears throat> and then any bid increases that you want to take place, make sure that you do that by Thanksgiving Day. Um, it does take a little time for them to push through um, but I would recommend that you're like rolling them out slowly. Uh, you don't want to just, you know, four extra bids overnight, but you know, in those weeks leading up to Cyber 5, do incremental bid increases, see how they play out. If something starts performing poorly, gives you a little more time to kind of pivot and pull back rather than just going all in, you know, right before Thanksgiving. And then in terms of budget, what we're expecting to see is a percentage increase similar to Prime Day. Um, but the thing that you want to keep in mind is that Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 
and Cyber Week is going to be a lot longer. Um, sales volume and traffic is going to keep pushing on through after you know Cyber Monday happens. So even though the budget increases during those days should be similar to Prime Day, you'll also see a heightened budget um, you know, following it. So keep a close eye on that. Make sure you're hitting your TACOS goals and ACOS goals and adjust and pivot as needed throughout that whole you know, November, December timeframe. And then one of the things we would definitely recommend is that if you have a hard limit for your advertising budgets, I would recommend putting a global cap in place prior to Black Friday, Cyber uh, Monday, Cyber Week, uh, because you'll see that, you know, budgets are reaching their limits really quickly on those days. Um, so if you're not wanting to hit an overall, you know, certain amount or you have like a, a very hard limit, you want to make sure that you have the kind of that safety net in place that is covering your account. Uh, sponsored brand ads are not included in that. So that's something that you do have to be mindful of. Um, but just keep a close eye on it, and that gives you a little bit of a, a safety barrier there. So when it comes to the main event, I would recommend uh, monitoring your sponsored ads multiple times a day. You're going to see that your budgets are maxing out on at least a few campaigns throughout the day. So I would check, check on them as much as you can throughout the day. Adjust them if they're meeting your ROAS goals. Otherwise, uh, just kind of leave them where they're at. Uh, for any priority search phrases that you are targeting for ranking purposes or sales velocity, I would check your rankings and incognito window every few hours just to make sure that you're still winning that top position. If you're not <clears throat> and your campaigns are performing well, you may need to go in and increase your, your bid just a little bit so you can start winning that placement again if that's something that's important to you. And if you lose top of search on any of your must-win phrases, you can consider increasing either the bids or the top of search placement amplifier in those campaigns to kind of pick that up and win that back. And then also, um, if you are running lightning deals and or coupons on any of your top products, make sure that you're closely monitoring the campaigns for those products specifically. Um, since auto ads do kind of lift your lightning deals, they can spend through extremely quickly during peaks. So that's something you want to keep an eye on, make sure that they're performing well. Um, and if it is something that you're trying to push the lightning deal, um, you're going to want to keep a, a close eye on the auto ad for that campaign. And then post Cyber 5, uh, traffic on Amazon is typically 141% higher on average after Cyber Monday compared to the 14 days prior according to Amazon. Um, again, you're going to see, you know, heightened budgets and heightened spend and heightened sales even after Cyber Monday. Um, so we would recommend slowly decreasing your bids. Um, again, keep in mind that uh, that delivery badge is going to play a big role in that. So if that happens earlier for you rather than later for any reason, uh, you, you may have to kind of pivot and decrease a little more quickly. Um, but we want to definitely be keeping an eye on those um, and decreasing bids and budgets as needed, depending on how things have performed during Cyber Monday and going into the following weeks. And then DSP should definitely uh, be in play throughout Q4. It should be a core part of your Cyber 5 uh, strategy. And if you're kind of experimenting with uh, lower funnel placements like in-market or competitor targeting. Um, keep an eye on that. You want to test early, like I said, so you, they have time to optimize. But if you find that your you know, return starts taking a drop on that, those may be areas that you want to 
start pulling back on and then just really maximize on the retargeting again. So if you have invested in Cyber 5 deals and you went ahead and built that deals tab on your Amazon storefront, you can consider placing a DSP order to retarget uh, customers who have shown interest in your deal but didn't end up purchasing. Um, that's a good way to kind of capitalize on anything you've invested in in terms of deals that maybe didn't pan out um, and just make sure that you're recapturing people who were exposed to your brand during Cyber 5 um, and maybe coming back and kind of considering other options or haven't really made up their mind yet. And then also um, consider scaling your DSP budgets for retargeting, uh, not only during Cyber Week, but also for the three weeks after. Uh, typically, you know, you're going to be driving a lot of tra traffic during Cyber Week, but again, you're going to have that lift in people who are kind of you know, still making up their mind. So this is where you can really shine and kind of ramp up those retargeting campaigns on DSP. And then I would recommend split testing holiday themed ad copy or custom DSP creatives. Um, again, any product that is more of a luxury or they make just a great gift, it can be really effective to use lifestyle imagery or, you know, something that's user generated content to showcase that. Um, you can also like update your ad copy to reflect that. And I think that can be, you know, just really get people in the holiday spirit, buying mindset, and um, definitely help improve conversion rates. So in terms of what is new that we're super excited about, we have sponsored brand video uh, targeted campaigns. Um, these are something that we can use to target both our own branded ASINs and uh, competitor ASINs. What we've kind of seen is that um, they go through these bursts of where they'll get kind of traction and it seems like certain categories get uh, traction over others. So this is a very new um, ad type. It's still in beta. So it does seem like Amazon's still kind of testing things out and rolling things out slowly. Um, but from what we have seen for some clients, it can be really, really effective, especially those that have strong videos. Um, so that's something that I would definitely recommend getting in place, even if it's at a small uh, budget with, you know, conservative bids, just so you have that coverage. And then if it is, you know, your category does kind of pick up, then it can be really, really effective for you. Another thing that's super exciting that may be worth testing is the customer engagement beta. Um, you may not have access to this beta yet, but if you have a brand that has 500 or more brand followers, um, you can ask for access to it. Essentially, what it will let you do is anyone that has followed you on Amazon uh, through your Amazon posts. Um, it allows you to send an email from Amazon uh, through that customer engagement tab. And there's not a ton of flexibility with the content that can go in there, um, but it is a nice way that if someone was exposed through just a post or um, user-generated content on Amazon and maybe isn't that familiar with your brand, you know, they're getting a personalized email with uh, a product recommendation in it. So it's definitely worth testing, especially if you have a, a large number of brand followers on there. And a couple of other things that we can kind of test that are, are newer are in-market and lifestyle sponsored display ads. Um, these are a little more reminiscent of DSP. So again, um, a good way for you to kind of test a higher funnel approach 
especially on products that are not eligible for DSP, just to kind of serve those uh, remarketing ads that are likely to be ramping up during Q4. Awesome. So that was a lot of ground to cover and in the interest of time, we're actually going to skip uh, the Q&A, but, but I'll, I'll leave time for kind of the three of us to give any, any final comments if we would like. And, and so I guess, again, to kind of recap, you know, what is exciting to me is that as I listen to you guys and as we did our prep and as we're, you know, having our, our internal Amazon syncs is there are lots of opportunities to maximize performance this holiday season. So I love how we've been able to innovate and push for full funnel growth, right? Looking at some of these in-market and competitor audiences when it comes to DSP and looking at how to leverage sponsor brand video or used to be called video and search back in the day. And of course, how to get all the, all the basics right. And so really, you know, now's the time to prepare. Uh, as, as we are uh, recording this, it is, it is August, right? So it's time to prepare now. Um, but there, you also have to be ready in the season to be making adjustments, in-game decisions, right? Make, making those adjustments kind of as we go. And so what I would recommend is uh, if you're already an OMG commerce client, which I hope you are, you know, meet with your AM and we'll already be proactively doing this. But, but of course, you know, talk about any of these things with, with your team. And then if you're not an OMG commerce client, uh, check it out. We'd love to help. So go to omgcommerce.com. You can fill out that request for a free strategy session. We can look at what you're doing on Amazon and provide insights, whether you just need help with DSP or you need help with all of Amazon advertising or there's, there's some additional help you need, holiday prep, that type of thing. We'd love to chat. So any closing remarks, uh, Amber and or Chris? You guys did a great job, extremely informative. Um, hopefully everybody feels like they're, they're just prepped and ready to go for the holidays. But any, any closing remarks? Yeah, I just, I think there's a lot of shiny new objects on Amazon right now. So like you mentioned earlier, the most important thing is just be strategic, be surgical and, um, you know, stick to the things that are really specific to your brand and are going to elevate your strategy this year. Yeah, and I would second that. Just the idea of prepping early, you mentioned, you know, we're getting this out in August on purpose, so that you can be thinking about it and getting ready. And that's, foundational pieces that's ppc that's inventory and so on um also like you and amber had said brett you know all these new things coming out shiny objects get accustomed to what they are be testing them and also know if you've tested now things may change in three months like amazon will give an update and then get feedback and change it and so be aware uh, constantly with these updates if they're being updated right i know it's a lot to to keep your mind on um but I think it's something to be to be mindful of. And then like we talked at the very beginning, uh, keep a pulse on what's going on uh, on Amazon as a whole, on e-commerce as a whole, and then as a micro, your brand and products and the categories they're in as a whole, um, both as a trend from the previous few years, as well as as we go kind of to the end of this year. Like to me, that's where I'm hyper-focused on as a director, just like where is everything headed? Um, and I would recommend everyone else to be considering that too. Love it. So, so be strategic, be prepared, but be flexible because things are bound to change. And so again, reach out to us if you'd like to chat. Thank you again so much for taking the time to be with us. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Amber. And we'll talk to you guys soon.
At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.